a man who leads his family spiritually, a man of the word, but I believe to bring it all together, if you're not a man of prayer, then it's not going to work. And I want to say this to you that I'm not talking about this God give me what I want kind of prayer. You follow what I'm saying? I'm not talking about praying just because you're going through. I've seen men who've never prayed before, but when they hit their circumstance, then they want to pray. And then after that prayer, after God has answered, after God has delivered, after God has set them free, they rely on nothing else. They don't rely on prayer anymore. And gentlemen, one of the things that I found in Scripture that uh, one of the things I want to say to you is that, yes, you can provide for your family. Yes, you can leave a legacy behind. Yes, you can raise children. Yes, uh, when your queen and your princess and your prince see you worshiping, serving, leading, amen, it sets the stage for them for a successful life. But one of the most precious things that I believe is a man that will be precious to your family is having prayer time with your family. Paul speaks to Timothy, if you open your Bible, 1 Timothy 2.18. One of my favorite passages. 1 Timothy chapter 2 and verse 18. I'm sorry. Yeah, is that right? First Timothy. I ain't right. That ain't right, brother. Amen. Second Timothy. Is that right? That ain't right either, ain't it? Boy, where was I? Amen. Well, back up to First Timothy. Chapter 2. It's in chapter 2. Yeah, here it is. Yeah, yeah, there you go. 2 and verse 8. I'm sorry. I put a, I put a 1 in front of that. That's my, that's my scripture. 2 and verse 8. And look what he says. He says, therefore, I want what? Who? The men. What was happening here in this passage? The church was being infiltrated with false teaching. Uh, a lot of things was happening and Paul had left Timothy in charge of this church. And Paul was laying out one of the most important things, one of the most important ingredients that he would need for church, for church life. He says, I want, notice the therefore is there, right? And, and if you back up to verse 1, he says, first of all, there it is again, like the therefore, I urge that entreaties, amen, that, that, that word entreaties means prayer, just another form of prayer. He says, what else? Prayers and what? Petitions and what? Thanksgiving be made on behalf of who? All what? All men. 
So, you know, our prayer should not just be selfish. Our prayer has to be universal. I wish I had somebody. He says, I want you. He says, I urge you. First, first business of order. First order of business is that I want you to pray. I want you to pray in different ways. I want you to make entreaties. I want you to make, what, uh, petitions and prayers. But also your prayer has to come with a main ingredient, and that is thankfulness. Amen. And oftentimes, gentlemen, uh, what happens to us is we fall in the area of prayer. We start and we stop. Come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. Listen, if you develop a prayer life that's powerful, your prayer life will catapult you, watch this, into a different dimension. I wish I had somebody. And what I'm trying to say, brothers, is this, that I wonder, have you really prayed? Come on, somebody. Anybody here prayed and you've seen some stuff happen in your life? Come on. I got some men who can pray up in here. When you call on the name of God, things start moving in your life. Stuff starts happening. Why? Because you take prayer seriously. See, Paul is telling Timothy, yeah, all this stuff is coming in. Watch this, verse 19 of, verse one, of chapter 1. He says, verse 19, he says, he says, if you back up to verse 18, he says, this command I entrust to you, Timothy, my son, in accordance with the prophecies previously made concerning you, that by them you do what? You fight Come on, somebody. And oftentimes, we give up. He says, fight the good fight. Isn't that something? That we stop fighting. And brothers, we don't have to fist fight. We don't have to march to get our point across. I'm going to prove that to you in a minute. Watch this. You don't have to do that. He says, he says, fight the good fight according to the prophecies that was previously spoken to you. In other words, the word that you hear is what you got to fight with. Come on, somebody. He says, he says, he says, keep, keeping what? Faith and a good conscience which some have what? Rejected and have suffered what? Shipwrecked. Some of us men are shipwrecked in our faith. You know what it means to be shipwrecked? Come on, somebody. Listen, everything is gone. You are on an island somewhere by yourself trying to figure it out. And oftentimes, men, that's where we are. We feel all alone. We're by ourselves in this journey. But I want to encourage you today, you got to keep fighting. The question is, how do I fight? You got to fight on your knees. You got to fight with the right weapons. You got to fight, amen, and you got to keep the faith because watch this. You and I will end up shipwrecked in, in, in respects to our faith. And watch this. When you're shipwrecked, you can't worship. Ooh. When you're shipwrecked, you can't praise. When you're shipwrecked, amen, you can't serve. When you're shipwrecked, you can't do anything. Do I have a witness here today? And Paul says to Timothy, he says, man, this is what I want you to do. Therefore, that is, you know what I always ask? What is the there, therefore? 
He says, therefore, because you have to keep fighting the good fight, because you got to keep holding the banner, come on, somebody. He says, I want men. He didn't say woman, did he? Matter of fact, if you look at the next verse, he instructs women, but he says the first thing he says to the man, he says, therefore, so in other words, if I were to give you a point right here, I would say put a point like this. The first thing you got to do is you must make prayer a priority. Prayer has to be a priority. When he says, therefore, what he was saying is, he was relating to all the things that was happening in the church. And watch this, all too often, brothers, we, the last thing we do in church and the last thing we do in our lives is what? Rely on prayer. He says, he says therefore, I want and I'm closing because my keynote is here. Well, I'm going to go sit down somewhere. <laughs> Amen. Watch what he said. He says, I want. That word want means to be willing. But the word also means a desire. Now, check this out. This is going to mess you up. This is going to mess me up. So, not only must you make prayer a priority, but secondly, you must be willing to pray. You must have a desire to pray. Your wife asks you to pray, you're like, yeah, whatever, yeah, I don't know what you pray. <laughs> you know what I mean? What, what I pray? What, 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 what I pray for? You, no, you pray. He says, watch, he says, he says, he says, therefore I want, it's in the middle voice. Now, the middle voice indicates, watch this, that the subject participates in the outcome of the action. I wish I had somebody. If the subject is participating and I'm not prioritizing, come on somebody, then how can things change in my marriage? How can things change in my life if I'm not participating, watch this, in the prayer? We want God to do things, but we're not asking. Come on somebody. It's funny, Paul says, I want. You ought to have the desire. You ought to have desire. He says, I want what? Men in every place. And look what he tells them to do. Pray. Not just in church, but at home. So the third thing I want to give you is this. You have to fulfill your duty to pray. You have a duty. May I say something to you? You owe it to your family. Your wife don't feel like it? Come on, baby. We got to pray our way through this thing. Come on, baby. We got to do this thing. We got we to gotta fight the good fight. I'm not giving up. I'm not throwing in the towel. Listen, I've come too far, but I understand that I have to participate in, watch this, in the outcome of this. But God is going to work it out anyways. He says, I want men to pray in every place. And, and then look what he says here. He says, this is the part that really got me right here. He says, lifting up. What? Lifting up what? What did he say? What did he say? He says lifting up. You ready for this? Write this down. You have to surrender if you're going to be a man of prayer. You know what? That word lift means, watch this, hands lifted up. Now, the hands lifted up is the illustration like this. When I'm praying, come here, Junior. Come here, Sister Sarah. When, when, I'm, when I'm lifting up holy hands, he says, when you pray, you ought to lift up holy hands. 
I want you to stand in front of me like this. This is the wife in submission. Junior, I wanted you to do like this. And this is me praying. What's happening? The family's covered. I, I wish I had somebody. The family's covered. Everybody's lining up. The moment I stop praying, come on somebody. The moment I start praying, chaos is in my life. Chaos is in the home and nothing is working out. Nothing's covered. Thank you. He says, lift up holy hands. I have, so that means I have to surrender. But lastly, he says, lifting up what kind of hands? Holy hands. Gentlemen, you have to live a pure life if you want answered prayers. Listen, you can't lift up if your hands are dirty. Who should, who should come into the, <laughs> the house of the Lord? Those with the what? <laughs> Come on, come on, come on, come on. You know the scripture. Watch this. Pure life. Listen, we're not going to get it all the way right. We're going to mess up. We're going to have some troubles, right? We we all know all that. But here's the thing. At least try. Don't give up. Cover your family in prayer. Prayer is the key. But lastly, he says, without wrath and dissension. Now, when I read this passage, and I'm done. I asked myself this question. Why did he use, we're on a positive, right? And then he just inserts something, a negative. Like, like what's up with that, man? Right? You know, he, said, he said, without wrath and dissension. You know, what that word, you know what that word means? Anger. So, if you're going to be a man of prayer, you must have the right attitude when you pray. The right attitude. And gentlemen, I want to tell you something. We have it hard as men, but that doesn't give us the right to have a bad attitude all the time. Amen. We should not allow with the word of God and with prayer and us covering our family and with all the things all the other speakers have told us today, we can win. We can impact the lives of the people around us. Amen? I, I, got a, I, got, I got this little story I want to tell you here. The Supreme Court, right, is the highest court of appeals. Am I right? The lower courts make all kinds of decisions, but the, the Supreme Court is the higher courts, right? If the Supreme Court decides that the case is what it is, it overrules everything. Am I right? I don't know, I don't know about you, but... The question is, who has made decisions in your life? What court has ruled in your circumstances? Come on, somebody. It, it may be your employer who ruled that you'll never leave that position. Come on, somebody. It may be the court of your finances that decides, amen, that, that you're never going to go be any better. But I want to say this. There's one who sits high. <laughs> And he overrules everything. Come on, somebody. And whatever decision the devil has made in your life, God can overrule all of it. But you got to be a man of prayer. And when men pray, things happen. Amen. Give God a hand clap of praise. My gosh. Amen. Amen.